I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Decoding Reality, a decoding TV podcast covering the latest and greatest in reality television. I'm Justin. And I'm Deja. On today's episode of Decoding Reality, we will be discussing The Bachelor Season 27, Episode 5. And I had a real hard time coming up with a title for this one. Deja, did you get one? Uh, You know, I was thinking something with London in it, but it just wasn't really given any material. I wanted something alliterative. Laying down in London, I guess. I I can see it. I can see it. It's just, I, I just had Zach's day off. <laughs> or, I'm with Zach's day off. Like, it, we'll get into it later, but man, this episode was a chore. Um, but anyway, you can find more episodes of this podcast at decodingreality.tv. Email us at decodingtv at gmail.com, and you can find us on TikTok at tiktok.com slash at decoding reality. So on today's episode, we'll start by giving our initial thoughts. Then we'll do a recap of the entire episode. And then we'll wrap it up by our predictions for next week's episode. So Deja, what did you think of this uninteresting episode? I am tempted to say that this might be the worst top three worst episodes of The Bachelor ever. Of the entire franchise. Of the entire franchise. Top 10 worst episodes. I can't say I'm surprised. Did anything <laughs> actually happen? No, nothing happened. It, 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 it was so bad. It was so, it was, all right, here's my thing. It was bad because, number one, nothing happened. Number two, people lost out for no good reason. No good, absolute. There was no like. There was no way to like mitigate the terribleness of this episode. People just cried and left. You know what I mean? And it was, it was, uh, it was like a broken record of episode where it's like the girls are sad. The Zach's not here. Zach's not here. Oh, is Zach coming? No, he's not. The girls are sad. It it was unbelievably rough to sit through and 
I'm tempted to say that I would much rather just have them cut this entire episode and just wonder, like, oh, I thought they were going to London. Whatever happened to that? <laughs> like, it was just and to nonsense. me as well. Mm-hmm. What'd so you think? sorry, I spoke over you. Go ahead. To me, I think it wasn't just that this episode was derailed and that it didn't have a lot of plot. But as we'll get into, you know, Zach gets COVID, it derails things. I have trouble believing a Zoom is the most creative thing they could do in that moment. People, especially over the pandemic, found ways to make love happen across time and space. But the best they could do was a video call and the same mics we're using right now. I have trouble believing it. Uh, Shout out to David for giving this the top tier tech because... Zach's phone calls using the same thing to zoom in and give people roses. It was unbelievable. But let's, without further ado, let's get into our recap of the episode. And this episode starts off in the, that the contestants are in the beautiful city of London. And I recently went to London for my honeymoon and it was amazing. I had an unbelievable time. Deja's currently in an undisclosed bunker in Europe right now. And I bet you're loving it too. But they all trying to do their bad British accents. They visit the set from Spider-Man Far From Home, the bridge. That was kind of cute. But for the most part, they're just exploring London for this part. Deja, how accurate was the London in this episode? I know you're not currently in London, but like you've been there. You've you've stopped by the pub a couple times, I guess. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've stopped by uh, stopped by London. I thought it was it was a look at the touristy side of London, you know, and it did a fine job of that. I was surprised by just how badly people can pronounce shagging. Um, shagging, shagging. They said kind of shugging or something. I don't know, but it was no longer the word they intended it to be. But as far as, you know, a tourist attractions, it had a little too much love for the monarchy, but uh, we can only expect so much. Oh, are you, are you, uh, what's it called? What's a person who's not a fan of the monarchy called there? I mean, most of the world has an independence day for a reason. So at this point, it's just called like. (laughs) person you know (laughs) i'm jamaican there was no way (laughs) yep yep i get it i get it but more importantly greer is really excited to be on this like trip or leg of the trip because she really really wants a one-on-one date and one of her reasons why she wants a one-on-one date in london is that she has a tattoo of tea Yes, you heard that right, listener. Tea. The drink. Tea. The most common drink on the planet Earth. Tea. (laughs) She has a tattoo, a little teacup, and she really wants to stay. And turns out, Gabby gets the shopping date. And I included the graphic in the show notes, but the shopping date is by far the highest indicator of The Bachelor wanting to pick you in the end. There is a large number of women who get the shopping date and end up winning the whole show. So the fact that Gabby got this says a, a, a lot, a lot about Zach's, I guess, perception of Gabby or relationship that he wants to have with Gabby. And Greer is really upset. She starts crying immediately. She's not having it. And Deja, I, I'm curious about what you think about Greer's reaction to this because Yes, it's warranted that, like, she's kind of feeling the heat of 
the first impression rose. But like, what do you think? You know, I get feeling the heat of the first impression rose for sure. That's understandable. But the date was so much more than tea. And I think that's what I kept being annoyed by was her acting as though this was a whole tea centric date and he didn't choose you, in which case he clearly doesn't want you. So you should go home anyways. But it wasn't that. Yeah. At all. There was a lot of elements. I, I am not a fan of Greer's attitude because, like we said in previous episodes before, the first impression, Rose, is the kiss of death. It is like you, you do not want that, Rose. It is a guarantee that you probably won't win. But, man, it was, it was just... It was not a good time. I did not have a good time hanging out with Greer in this episode. But we are going to take a quick break for a sponsor, and we'll be back with more Decoding Reality right after this. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And we're back. And we are going to continue our recap of The Bachelor Season 27, Episode 5. Where we left off is that Gabby is getting the shopping date with Zach, which is a huge indicator of Zach really liking her. So during this date, Zach kind of takes her on a tour of London. They go to get perfumes and colognes and stuff like that. Most importantly, they look at the cologne that Winston Churchill used and it smells like old person. Well, yeah, that's I guess that's kind of the whole point. But Zach says to Gabby that he just gets her. And he says in like his personal interview with the producers, like that him and Gabby just get each other. And I'm not sure what Zach means by this, because I'm inclined to say that he's just attracted to Gabby. I think that's what he's really trying to say without trying to say it, because there's no real details about what he's saying about Gabby. And they go try on crowns. They try a beautiful blue dress. And they get to play with corgis of the royal bloodline. I can't believe they got a celebrity bloodline in this show. Crazy. So, Deja, I'm curious about what you think of this date. Would you want to go on this date? Because I think this is by far the best, always the best date in this show. You know what I mean? I think it is, but uh, when I saw the sort of image you put in our show notes of, you know, all these women who make it really far or to the end because they go on these or after they go on these shopping dates, I was I was trying to kind of figure out the psychology of it. And I wonder if a part of it is, yes, some of it is that this 
the bachelor is choosing to do something that they know is kind of an investment in you. So it is kind of a sign that they already value you a lot. But also, after they've invested that into you, it's going to kind of feel like sunk cost if you're gone. And I Wow. Wow. I'm, I'm trying to think of the psychology. And you know when you have somebody who, like, yeah. they're in a terrible relationship, but they're like, but we've been together five years. Yeah. And four of those were bad. <laughs> they, feel like they've spent, <laughs> they feel like they've spent so much on it that, like, of course I have to try and save it or repair it. I almost feel like maybe they just, they spend a lot on someone and it's hard to imagine why you would do that unless you love them. Um, I didn't fully understand what Zach meant by how much him and Gabby click, but I think I saw it a little bit more than, than uh, you seem to feel it. Cause there was at least an ease between them, which Zach brings up for almost every other person, but their scenes together felt pretty calm. You know, mm. it felt like things were just working as it goes. They seem like a couple that matches, um, but it was also really empty. Yes, very surface know? level. I noticed yeah. that too. I think that the lead always wants to pick someone who makes their job or life easier. And that is clearly the case with Zach because one of the first things that he says in the first episode about who he's looking for, he's looking for some like, Something simple for family and pizza. You know what I mean? I don't think Zach is looking for someone to complicate his life, which is why I think people who bring drama to him or people that like make this experience like just a tad bit harder for him, they are gone immediately, which is one of the reasons why Christina Mandrell got the boot. And like, you know what I mean? I'm tempted to say that Zach would have sent her home. If he if he was allowed to, because the kid, he's like, oh, I can't send her home with the kid. But anything that makes this guy's life harder, he's not having it. And Gabby is the prime example of just easy conversation, easy date, <laughs> nothing to challenge him. So speaking of challenging things, back at the hotel, Gabby returns from this first part of the date with all of the clothes that she bought. And it's like literally every time she pulls out a nice thing from one of these bags, the girls are like, mm, good for you. And it looks like they have a dagger through their heart because they are so upset. You know, I just want to point out that the bachelor does not plan these dates and the bachelor does not buy these items for the dates. But Greer seems to think that, oh, he did all this stuff for Gabby calm down Greer I, I don't think it's personal at this point so but Greer is really upset and she storms off she, Greer then sits down in the hallway and Charity follows her and she's breaking down in tears talking about how her love language is affirmation she needs like constant reassurance that her partner is in love with her etc et and then as Greer is pouring her heart out to Charity Gabby then walks into the hallway with all of her bags from the date. And, oh my gosh, and steps over Greer, walks to the end of the hallway, and it's like, ooh, ah, I, I think that's my room. The one that Gabby is in front of, crying on the floor. So Gabby steps over with all of her stuff, a crying Greer and walks into a room and you're like, oh my God, 
this is by far the most embarrassing thing I have ever seen on this show. Like, we've seen, like, girls uh, pop champagne into their noses. We've seen, like, trips and falls. This was so unbelievably brutal. Like, what did you think, Deja? I uh, tweeted after we recorded last week that our podcast is classic Sagittarius Aries friendship. In the way that you just described that as so heartbreaking. And I was cackling, laughing because Greer was being so ridiculous. And for her just unbelievable behavior to be met with that moment was poetic justice. That's, that's how you know that reality TV truly isn't fully scripted because I couldn't have come up with that if I tried. That was hilarious. And also I think Gabby did a pretty good job of not being too braggy. You know, the second Greer left the room, she said, she said, I hope I'm not doing too much. And here's what I'll say. Bullshit. (laughs) Here's what I'll say. If I got all that stuff, I'd want to show people too. Uh Mm -hmm. But if she was being more braggy with all of that, Greer wouldn't have been the only one to storm out. For sure. Okay. I think if she was doing too much, a couple of them would have been out the room. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I don't blame Gabby one bit for this because it's not Gabby's idea to come and show everyone. You think those girls were just sitting in the living room hotel waiting for Gabby to come back? No. The producer said, all right, wait here for Gabby. She's coming up in 10 minutes and react like, oh, this is so cool. You know what I mean? Like, I don't blame Gabby for that. And obviously they want to see, so she shows them the shoot the perfume, the Jimmy Choo's and all this stuff. Like, Greer, Greer. Like, I'm curious about what contestants know about the show because this seems like such a show invention. I'm like, Greer, why are you upset? This is the plan. This is the show. Like, why are you so upset? Like, I get it, but let's continue. So, Gabby then gets to go on the second night portion of the date and she wears the beautiful blue dress Uh, that she got in the first part of the day. And they're having a great time. They're having a nice meal together, which they never eat. But Zach says to Gabby that he's looking for something real, a long-lasting love. And notes that he didn't get this from his previous relationship with the previous bachelorette, Rachel. And I think this is a huge red flag that we will note later so put a pin in that and gabby says that zach makes her feel beautiful because she got out of a previously i think it was a two-year relationship and the partner then didn't make her feel pretty or beautiful or didn't really make an effort so they get the rose she is sung to by this random band called um 40 but i think i think i'm worried about this comment about zach what he says about rachel because number one i always I'm always cautious about what people say about their exes. And if you know about the previous um, season, when Zach and Rachel had their, uh, what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Fantasy suite date. Zach came out of that date like, Rachel's a whole new person. Like, this is someone I never knew. And then Rachel says something like about how she likes her coffee. And Zach makes a face like, hmm. That's weird. That's a weird way of saying you like coffee. And it destroyed his image of Rachel for, I think, a no good reason. I think that this is a huge red flag. 
when it comes to Zach that will be flown even higher in the in this coming episode because I think Zach going back to my previous point of Zach not wanting to make anything harder for himself I think that goes with opinions about things like I'm scared if one of these girls says you know what I like pepperoni and sausage on my pizza he's like ooh sausage gone like jeez <laughs> like Zach is feeling under the weather but I'm concerned because this man obviously has COVID. And does that mean that Gabby has COVID too? <laughs> I don't think that point, was acknowledged enough. Yeah. No, it was not acknowledged because they were smooching. They were there was a lot of lip contact there. Nobody they was wearing smooching. And we all have been through this pandemic for the past three years now. We know the whole two weeks rule. So I don't know how all of them don't have COVID. Zach isn't, he isn't conservative with his kisses. So I'm, I was thinking about that. And so at the time that they filmed, it was probably in like late, late fall, early winter. And I was there in London around that time too, late fall, early winter. Nobody was masked up in London. I did not get asked about my COVID vaccine status in London. And no, the, it was almost as if the pandemic was over. That being said, having a U.S. show, I'm surprised that more of them aren't constantly checking for COVID at all times. You know what I mean? I think like, a lot have, have backed away from that. Um, mm. I think even, you know, on Wednesday, uh, the series on Netflix – how they had Jenny Ortega film a scene with other people in it while she was actively fighting and positive with a COVID infection. I think they have decided that more or less it's easier to pretend that the virus isn't there, which is really dangerous when you have large crews and also a cast that keeps kissing each other. And who knows what those yeah. women are doing in the, in the little <laughs> mansions either. We don't know what kind of materials happening just breathing all over each other but he obviously has COVID and I'm annoyed that the show is like oh he's just feeling jet lagged at this point were they were they just waiting for like a negative test to get him back out there because okay okay show but meanwhile the rest of the cast gets to go on the world's most boring group day because Zach does not show up they keep the contestants like are waiting for him to like surprise them in some way but no he's actually sick he never shows up and the girls have a good time in london except it starts raining and they're messing with like the guards that can't talk to you and it's like a whole thing they're riding a big red bus through london but all they want to do is see zach and i'm confused because i would be happy with the free vacation to be honest with you like why are they so upset because <laughs> they've only known him collectively for about maybe a, a month talk to him for maybe less than an hour total. You know what I mean? Like, what's going on here? Like, why are hey, they so upset? If you David? might have to marry that guy in two months, you'd probably be a little upset, too. <laughs> I mean, I but get I, it. It's just, come on. But at the same time, is it really that much different than if you just didn't get time at a cocktail party? No. The only person who I think, like, wow, I would have been really upset was Charity. 
because she was supposed to be on that one-on-one. And there's really no question of if she'll get that back. I hope that Zach gives her at least, whether he only has one or he has two one-on-ones next week, I hope that she gets one of them. Um, But she really has no grip on what's happening anymore. This is her chance. Like, she, they made her get dressed up and everything just to tell her that Zach has COVID. Like, that's, at that point, they know the man has COVID. Why would they waste these women time getting all dolled up to tell him that Zach is coming? Because they do that in the group date. During the night portion of the group date, the women get all dolled up. They have their best dresses on. There's even a rose on the table. And then they are told that Zach is sick. So I think this is just a very mean trick or a main thing to yeah. pull on these women to like waste their time like that. Oh, my biggest thing. I hate wasting time. I hate having my time wasted, like getting all ready for something that doesn't happen. It's literally the top. I've cut people off over it. So the fact that they did this to these women, unforgivable, unforgivable. But they do divvy out the group date rows and everyone gets a pedal. Doesn't mean they're safe, but I guess I made them feel better, you know? (laughs) So, long story short, Charity doesn't get her group date, or I'm sorry, her one-on-one. And I'm curious because this might have been a real shot for Charity to get to know Zach. Or was it... is is, Is she screwed at this point, is what I'm saying. What do you think, Deja? I, for the life of me, cannot figure out what Greer is still doing there. <laughs> that was my consensus with this episode. And we'll get to their Zoom date. But yeah. I, I don't... Does Zach even like her? I haven't seen any evidence of this. I can't blame her when she's talking about no validation. Because he just barely looks in her direction. And when they do interact, it's awkward or it's tense or I just wish we would cut to somebody else's scene. So I get it. I understand the frustration, Greer, if that's your love language affirmation. But I think it, I've said this before and I'll say it again. The bachelor is not your boyfriend. No matter how much you want him to be, the power dynamics will never, ever, 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 ever be equal with the lead. Ever and contestants constantly come on the show, expecting, expecting for the 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 field to be level, and it is not, and it will never be. So Greer, I get it, but if that's, I think she's a lock for Bachelor in Paradise anyway. She'd be a great contestant mm-hmm. on that, you know. But at this point, I'm sorry, Greer. I think your time. I would go out on a high note. I would leave on my own. You know what I mean? So. I don't know. Greer is basically giving up at this point. She's like, oh, oh well. So, <laughs> meanwhile, while Zach has COVID, Katie gives a get well soon basket to Zach. And there is no way on God's green earth that this was just Katie's idea. Ain't no way. Because the because number one, the bachelor has COVID. You can't even get near him. The, so yeah. either the production really likes Katie or Zach really likes Katie or both to let her pull a stunt like this. And it's not that big of a stunt because it's just a, like a goodie basket like with a water bottle and I think some popcorn in there. But like, 
if she, see if he wanted to see you, the bachelor would, and that is the prime prime case for why Katie. Hear me out. I think it's locked. Katie's the bachelorette, and Gabby wins with Zach. That is my. I, I will go to the bank. What do you think? Has your predictions changed, Deja? I could see Katie and Zach um, going really far, and then Gabby ends up being the winner. But Zach is really confusing me with the black girls. I'm lost. I don't know what this man wants anymore. I can't figure it out. Zachary, who are you? So I can't figure out what role they're going to play in this. Again, I could see the final four involving at least Allie, if not Charity as well. But I'm lost. I wasn't expecting him to, like, seek them out, to be repeatedly, you know, inviting them on one-on-one dates and trying to find time with them and seeming to be really genuine in their time. I didn't know they were going to make it this far. So Mm -hmm. I'm a little lost right now. I won't lie. So I have a tinfoil hat moment. Everyone, take out your tinfoil hat, put it on your head, because I have a question. Was Charity picked for this date before Zach had COVID? Or, 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 Zach picked someone that he knew he would not have a connection with because he had COVID and he had to skip this date. Or it could be both. What do you think? I think Zach is such a straight shooter that if he had picked her because he didn't think he had a connection with her, he would have sent her home and been like, yeah, the one one date was our chance to find out. And I'm just taking it as a sign. So clearly this connection is just not meant to be. He would have sent her home packing in a minute. She probably wouldn't have made it past the Zoom date if he really felt that. Um, really? He's just too... If, if there's one thing I can respect about him, and I feel like I end up saying it almost every episode, is he is direct. Mm-hmm. Now, could he be softer? Yes. Could he give the women that he doesn't feel an immediate connection with more time? Definitely. But at least he's got a straight path ahead of him. So you think he was really gonna go on that day with charity? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. One hundred percent. I feel like I feel like because he didn't get it, she's boned. She's so screwed. Like <laughs> there's not enough time. I was I was talking to uh my watching partner, my wife, shout out to my wife, Audrey, about like why they couldn't just delete this episode. Or why couldn't they just yeah. like scrap it entirely if if the bachelor has COVID. And the the point was brought up that there are so many things that are planned after this when it comes to travel and hotels and all this stuff that you can't just push it back. You can't just wait two weeks until this is good to go. So therefore there had to be a rose ceremony. Someone had to go home over this like this week, you know, because so many stuff you only have so many slots, I guess, to do the activities. So, I guess what I'm trying to say is, what was I trying to say? <laughs> what was I trying to say? Let me let me attempt to jump into Wait. your brain. 
wait, wait, what was I trying to say? Go ahead. I think what you were trying to say was that since they couldn't move things back, they were essentially just giving us something to just fill our time. Just here, have this. And so charity could have been, again, something to fill our time that may as well... Uh, you know, appeal some of the more appeal to some of the more melanated viewers. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 I think charity was a scapegoat to fill time, <laughs> mm, <laughs> and yeah. I, maybe Zach really had a connection with charity. You mm. know what I mean? But like, man, if mm. if charity was really number one, I feel like you would have saved her for the next week. Like, don't even put her through mm. that. You know, because the bachelor does pick who gets to go on the date at some mm-hmm. level. The bachelor, we know that the bachelor picks the mm-hmm. shopping date. We know that for a fact. We know that the bachelor picks the family date. Who gets to meet the family? So, like, eh, 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 charity. I think your I time think- is better used elsewhere. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I think one of the best signs to your point that might be right was what happens later, you know, or you know, just the whole situation with Katie getting to bring the basket. That could have been charity. That could have been. It could have been charity. It had every opportunity to be charity. I was so confused what Katie was doing there. In all honesty, because you know, I would almost like to know which moments were one of the contestants being bold enough to ask the producers and which ones were the producers saying we're fully going to orchestrate this because if Katie asked for that, I have a level of respect for her. I've, I had no idea I could have, but I know there's it. no way because the, ba- they the basket her has, yes. Cause the basket had like stuff that I had, we, Katie would not have time to get is what yeah. I'm trying to say. So, Hey, what are you going to do? So, Let's talk about the virtual cocktail party that happens where the Zach is in his room via Zoom and he gives everyone one-on-one time to talk to him via Zoom. And there has maybe it's because like I'm so viscerally like don't want to be reminded of the dark days of the pandemic. But this part is what made this episode the one of the worst episodes in the franchise. Because the the conversation was so awkward. Everyone had the exact like two or three two or three things yeah. to say, like, how you feeling? Oh, I wish I could kiss you through the screen. Oh my gosh. I'm like, oh my gosh, come on, people. Deja, did did this like make you as angry as it did me? Because I was so frustrated. My eyes rolled all the way from here in Scotland <laughs> over to London. Yeah. I so you know this, Justin, but I had a long-distance relationship throughout 2021 and, and some of 2022, mm-hmm. and we fell in love over Zoom. Like, we fell in love while they were in the UK and I was in the US, and we were planning virtual dates, and we were figuring it out. Two college students shouldn't be able to plan a better virtual date than an entire franchise. That was infuriating wow. almost. To sit there and watch them just to Zoom. Do you know how many like little games you could be playing? Do you know how many questions you could be kind of structuring to ask each other? So many options. So many things you could have done. But all they had was a iPad screen. 
And that's and just you couldn't even see yourself on it. You couldn't even see And yourself. you couldn't see yourself. Oh, my Which would make gosh. me so self-conscious. Like, it, does, does my face look good? No. It's, it was so bad. It, and the conversations were so awkward. Like, especially with Greer, who I don't think mm-hmm. I've seen a bigger fumble. A bigger fumble than the, Well, I don't know. I give her credit. Because Zach was kind of being a jerk. So what happens is Greer gets the iPad and Zach is like talking about having COVID. And Greer tries to sympathize with Zach by comparing his COVID situation to the time that she had COVID. When she had COVID, she was really trying hard to meet a sales goal and it kind of like interrupted her life. And Zach stops her and says, "Um, no. Me finding a wife and my life partner is not the same as meeting a sales goal. And Greer just like uh, uh, freezes up and is like, oh, that, that's, that's not really what I meant. And Zach's like, no, no, I just had to put it out there that those aren't the same things. Like, this means more to me. And, you know, this, this, this is the red flag I was talking about earlier, folks. This is the red flag because. What is Zach? What is going through Zach's head at this moment? Because Greer is just making conversation. It's, she wasn't seriously saying that her her work life sales goal is the same mm-hmm. as you finding the, a, a wife on a reality television show. So get off your high horse, Zach. Mm-hmm. But like seriously, like where is this yeah. heat coming from? What do you think, Deja? I'm kind of of two minds of it. So I don't think Zach was being very much of a jerk in that moment because I think Greer made that situation bigger than it was. And I think the producers made it feel bigger than it was to us. Because actually looking at him when he was saying it, he was like, oh yeah, I'm not saying you're equating these things, but I had to put it out there. And Greer's response was just, not good. she's just like nervously laughing and she's like yeah no yeah i agree yeah of course sure it was horrendous to watch but on the other hand this is part of why i'm so confused as to what greer's doing there because even though i don't feel like zach was being particularly harsh in that moment as much as he's frustrated by the situation and for her to compare it with a work like scenario clearly frustrated him more but for the most part of what we've seen of Zach, this is the exact type of thing that would make him send somebody home. He usually is more of a jerk about this. So a I don't know jerk. what Greer's doing here. Yeah, okay. Uh, either the producers wanted to give Greer a bone and save her for one more week. But, oof. Well, let's just skip over to the virtual rose ceremony mm-hmm. where Zach is sitting on a little, a big screen, hand, not even handing out the rose. The girls has to get up and get the roses themselves and awkwardly, like, wait for him to say, do you accept this rose? And she's like, ah, yes, of course. Like, they're not even touching him. It's so unbelievably awkward. But Kylie and Mercedes both go home. Mercedes barely got any screen time. She's gorgeous, but she'll be a hit on Paradise. So, after, <laughs> and so same with Kylie. She was gorgeous too. She'll be a hit on Paradise. So, I think they'll be fine. They they didn't really have a big connection with Zach. But the remaining women are Katie, 
Gabby, Charity, Ali, Kat, Brooklyn, Jess, Ariel, and Greer. Greer survives this elimination ceremony, which shocked to the world, shocked to me and you. But I don't know. This this whole episode was such a waste of time. I didn't even feel bad for the women going home because like it was obvious picks. But what did you think about this whole situation, Deja? The only thing that could have really made that rose ceremony interesting would be sending Greer home. Mm. And they didn't. And the women they did send home, I barely registered who they are. I don't even think I fully processed that there was somebody named Mercedes there until he said her name for her to go home. And my only thought then was, like Glee. That's it. Um, (laughs) This episode felt like they were filling time. And that's really disappointing because we only have so many weeks left. And I've said, like, oh, we're getting to know these people more. I'm starting to recognize them by face. I don't have to remind myself who they are as much. And yet, I don't think I actually learned more about any of these women. I guess I learned a little bit more about Gabby in her one-on-one date. But even that, not that much. She was in a two-year relationship that wasn't great. She likes pretty things. Lovely. That's it. Nothing. Nothing of substance of this episode. And I think... I think that, how do I say this nicely? I think this is another situation of The Bachelor not even close to adapting with the times. Because there was there was a million ways to make this, this part interesting. Or after so many years of a pandemic, we couldn't make this like something interesting or funny or anything. It It was such a chore to go through. You know, like... But it, I guess I'm looking forward to next week's episode. Deja, with that being said, what are your predictions for next episode? Mm. Has your lineup changed? Because I think my lineup for like final three is solidified at this point. Mm. Ooh. <sighs> I can't say for sure my lineup. But the remaining women right now are Katie, Gabby, Charity, Allie, Kat, Brooklyn, Jess, Ariel, and Greer. And I don't know how it's all going to shake out, but Kat, Brooklyn, and Jess may as well just start packing right now. They're not going that far. <laughs> that much I know for sure. Okay. Ariel's on thin ice, but Cat, Brooklyn, and Jess, I don't even see a chance. Oh, Greer as well. But she might be kept around for a little, a little extra tears when necessary. No one else has a chance. Really? Damn. Okay. 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 All right. Here are my final four. I'll say final four. Mm. Number one. Number one winner. And it comes off as number one and number two because I think Gabby wins. I think Gabby Mm -hmm. wins. I think Katie becomes the Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. Wait. Gabby wins. Katie becomes the Bachelorette. Third place. I'm going to put Charity up there in third. I'm going to put Charity in there. Because I'm still holding out hope. Please, please don't do our girl Charity bad. And fourth, fourth slot. I'm going to throw up Ariel in there. 
I'm gonna throw her. She's funny. She's getting a couple jokes in there. I, I, I think don't know I if might I swap Allie and Charity. But besides that, I agree with Ooh. you. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Those are our locks for this week's not this week, but I guess our locks for this season of The Bachelor. It changed a little bit, but mm-hmm. I'm excited for next week's episode because this going. Bleh. This is going to bring us to the end of this week's episode of Decoding Reality. As a reminder, you can find more episodes of this podcast at decodingreality.tv. And you can email us at decodingtv at gmail.com. Also, find us on TikTok at tiktok.com slash at decodingreality. Deja, where can the people find you? The people can find me on all platforms at Deja Talks TV. So that's TikTok, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and YouTube. And I hope they'll accept my rose so I can spend some more time with them next week. Justin, where can they find you? You should send all your complaints to Justin. <laughs> you can send your complaints to at Freddy's Roommate, wherever toys are sold, on TikTok, Instagram, and on Twitter. And as always, stand up, because you could do better. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.